Gary and Brayden are friends with ideas. Terrible ideas. When the phone rings, it's a special kind of conversing. Here you are. You're invited to listen in. So please lay your fears. Lend us your ears. When you get that itch, the Britton Cameron. Gary Butterfield here. Hey, Gary. Hey, Britt. Hey, what's how's it going, buddy? On? Oh, well, we asked that at the same time. How embarrassing. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, no, I'll go first. Okay. Um, yeah, I've been I've been sitting around. I've been looking at apartments. I'm I've got my, you know, I've got my eye on this real nice condo in mm-hmm. uh, New York City, back to my old stomping grounds. And it's a little bit more than I want to afford, but I figure we're doing pretty good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if I should treat myself, you know, and I'm yeah. getting a little sick of the chip kit. I understand. I understand how. So it hasn't been. It's not necessarily bad. It's just not great. Right. The the chip kit. Yeah. 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 It's just getting really brittle. The it started out, you know, you know, it's, it's the living situation is getting stale. Let's just say that. <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah. So I've got this, my eye in this nice condo. Um you know, moving there and really, especially, you know, a place I can take investors. Like every time I've taken, you know, one of the, the investors uh, here that, you know, that's always, I have to explain to them the whole concept about living in a chip and it just takes forever. Yeah. So, so I've been, I've been yeah. doing that. I've been, yeah. How about you? What have you been up to? I've been good. Just kind of, you know, making some contacts, uh, talking to some people, just hanging out. Nothing too fancy. Yeah. No, you got your whole life ahead of you. Yeah, um, well, you know, I uh, I just graduated high school, as you know. I got my uh, I got my graduation party coming up. Yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm your, looking forward to that. Good. I was hoping your invite arrived. Yeah, I got my uh, goblin goblin vaca- <laughs> goblin invitation uh, yeah. in the mail, and uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, you know, and I, I filed that away. Um, <clears throat> I didn't call just to, to catch up, even though it's always nice to catch up with sure. uh, one of your best friends. Um, we, you and I are good friends, but we will mm. never be family. Yeah. I mean, even though I'm going to keep your weight. Yeah. Yeah. We need to talk about that later. Okay. For now, however, um, I was thinking about family. I was watching a PBS special and okay. they're talking about family and coming of age rituals. Sure. Right. You know, you're, if you're, if you're Jewish, you have a bar mitzvah or a bots mitzvah. Mm-hmm. Um, you or know, a if you or a bris, sure. If you are um, some kind of like teenage, you know, wonder technician, you have a bots master. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are, you know, if you live in sub-Saharan Africa, you probably do a thing. I don't know everything about it, but I was thinking about how America doesn't really have one of these. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like I mean, you, you turn 13, you know, you probably drink your first beer, steal a car, and wrap it around a tree. Yeah, you know, but that's not. It doesn't bring the family together. No, when I was thirteen, I had invented <clears throat> a drug made out of heroin and bleach, and was selling hmm. that. Uh, and I didn't get a lot of return customers. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize we, we never talked about this. I didn't realize that you uh, invented uh, white brown. Yep, I've been yeah. around, Gary. Yeah, you, you know, you're wise beyond your years. 
Well, you know, um, I started one? being an entrepreneur when I was really young, and I thought, what sort of businesses can kids run? And it was like lemonade stands. You know, you could join up with the cheerleaders and wash cars for charity. You could maybe do a bake sale. But I also thought, bigger, what else do kids mm-hmm. do? They sell drugs. Good good work. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that that didn't, you know... Nothing, nothing ever came of that. That was, you know, unfortunate because with the laws of the Obama's America, like I, I don't know. Anyway, so I was thinking about uh, getting, you know, maybe you wouldn't have sold drugs if you had a greater connection to your family, like a true mm-hmm. bonding experience. And I want the pitch to get into cultural engineering, create some rituals that smell like America and taste like America are truly American kind so, of bonding some, events. Some rituals that are like slicing into a piece of apple pie. Yep. Yep, exactly. And not the ritual that is like the ritual of slicing into apple pie. So, the uh, you, have you ever heard of a, a daddy-daughter dance? Uh, yeah, I think so. Sure. I, that's where a dad takes a daughter and they dance. Sure, sure. You know, and, and one of the problems with this is, like, one, it only works for daddies and daughters. Two, right. it's boring, right? I was watching PBS. And it was uh, PBS, I think it was John Stossel or something, said, the aperti- dancing is the aperitif on the way to Big Bone City. And uh, that's inappropriate for the family. What does that even mean? It means that, uh, well, one thing, like, so if you're looking to, to get to Big Bone City at some point with a girl, uh, you know, maybe even one certain uh, Butterfield, the, um, you know, you, dancing is a good, a good kind of pregame. Oh, okay. I was uh, see when I first heard that, I thought it was suggesting that a girl that goes to a daddy-daughter dance is going to become what was politely referred to as big boned. No, you're referring to a daddy-daughter prance. It's a, it's a totally different thing. Okay. Um, I just assumed so like, that like the girl that would go to a daddy-daughter dance didn't have a boyfriend or was socially awkward. So, so like her best friend was her dad and then would probably cry and, you know, jam a lot of cream at home and, and just feel bad about herself and then become big boned. That, that, that's, that's possible. That, that, that could definitely happen. However, that's not going to be everybody, you know, not everybody wants this. So I want to present, you know, present to you and brainstorm with you about a series of American cultural family bonding events. And starting with the first one I've come up with, which is the father father daughter slaughter. Okay, that's very interesting. Mhm. Yeah. So so you, you get you take a regular American girl on her 5th birthday, she gets to pick out a bovine. You know, like uh some girls want horses, ponies. This time you get to pick out any kind of bovine you like. It's very and then practical. It's it's absolutely practical and I'll tell you why because a scant 13 years later, the father and daughter team up to slaughter and dress the beast. And provide an entire winter's worth of beef. That's great. That's absolutely great. Mm-hmm. I, she's 18. She's going off on her own. Winter is mm-hmm. very difficult. Uh, not going to find a lot of plants. Um, yep. So now she's yeah. got a whole winter's worth of beef. Yeah. I, beef is the rarest of the winter meats. Mm-hmm. And as we all know, winter is coming. Um, winter is coming. Yeah. So, you know, provide your own dowry with the father-daughter slaughter. I think that's great, Carrie. I think that's really good. I like that we're getting into social engineering. Uh, that's certainly something that we haven't done. It's not a product. It's not what we're used to. 
Um, no, but but, but think, think about think about you know the House of Cards potential, the Goblin invitations for these events. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of kind of side industry, uh, the beef, the cattle industry. There are a lot of side industries that we can profit from by creating these events. Yeah, absolutely. Um, something like on the card would have been uh, like you know, a picture of like a, a diamond ring or something. And it's like, look what you could have bought her for the father-daughter slaughter. Yep. Yep. Or like a, a really touching... Uh, heartfelt card that says, you'll always beef my daughter. And then a little chart, like a little butcher chart under yeah. it. That's great. Yeah. Uh, you've horned yeah. your way into my heart. Yeah, yeah. You can cow me anytime. You're utterly adorable. Yeah, you also produce milk. <laughs> and the, the possibilities are endless. Um... Yeah, so so that's what I'm thinking. It's going to be fun for the whole family, but a special bonding experience. Fathers and daughters are going to be brought together that one last time before the woman is off to make her way on the own, on her own, um, find herself a husband or a you know a gay man that doesn't have the uh, the lonely beard, <clears throat> and uh, make her way out in the world today. Yeah, I think that's very important, and more importantly, I think there's the coming of age ritual mixed in there where she's she's growing up, but also it's kind of like a separation ritual, saying like. You know, not only are you of age, but, you know, you're, I trust you. Like, mm-hmm. as your father, I'm helping you do this. You've learned this important skill. Now you're ready for the world. You used to be a calf. Now you're a mighty steer. Mm-hmm. I liked you by half, but now you're in the clear. The father-daughter <laughs> slaughter. That's really good, Gary. That's really good. I like that. But I don't think we should stop there. Oh, yeah, no, I, I didn't think so either. I mean, any idea is worth just kind of expanding upon. Lay it on me, buddy. I mean, girls girls need help coming of age, but boys also, because boys are also coming of age every year. Yeah. So let's think about this. Do we have anything? <laughs> do we have anything for boys, boys and their dads, maybe, boys and their moms? Well, I, I was reading up in Checkbook, and, and there was a little infographic, um, that was talking about how most boys are actually brothers. Um, okay. <clears throat> so we got these brothers. These brothers have sisters. We're going to these sisters to participate in the father-daughter slaughter. So I'm thinking of a nice little bit of synergy. We come up with the uh, son and sire forest fire. I'm listening. So um, when the boy turns five, okay. he and his dad go off and they torch our local forest. And uh, not only is this a bonding experience, they're learning about how fast trees burn and local arson laws, but they're also creating which gr- way the wind is blowing. Sure, sure. In some cases, how to make a fire break. Um, mm. And they're also providing grazing land for that uh, specific bovine. That's smart. You've got very rich, fertile land where the, uh, the grass is going to grow back twice as good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got this cow out there. And that's all part of it. You know, it's, it wraps up the whole family, the daughter, the father, the son, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that gets almost everybody. So let's say, you know, and I'm in this this family, I'm imagining it's a modern family. You know, you got the, the daughter, the red-blooded American daughter, who's who's fine with the, the father-daughter slaughter. And then you got the son, and he's into the son and sire forest fire because, you know, he's a kid and he likes fire. And, he, you know, he wants to bond with his dad, his hero. Yeah. 
I got this one little sister, um, and she doesn't eat meat, right? Like, uh-huh. she doesn't want to slaughter a cow, yeah. right? She doesn't want to burn down a forest. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? And what? how do you involve mom, right? right. So you get, the, uh, you get mom's sister to get the... <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Fredo's niece. Um, yeah, it's okay. It's totally fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you how do you involve mom? We well, get mom, the daughter, and mom's sister's daughter, and they get together and do the mother niece performance fleece by taking a sheep and shearing it, and then making a delightful fleece out of it. A performance fleece. You know, so this is the kind fleece. of fleece, yeah, that you could wear anywhere. Yeah, you could ride. You know, where you're jogging. Uh, when you're climbing a mountain, uh, mm-hmm. when you're slaughtering a calf or a full-grown cow. Yeah, when your sister or cousin is slaughtering a calf and you're crying in the bathroom. Sure. Like, works or perfect for that. when you have to go out and you have your own uh, sister's daughter and you have to go out and shear a sheep for her and mm-hmm. make her a performance fleece. It would good, it's good to keep that cold off. Yep, it's a tradition. And one thing that we're all about at Pitch Industries is family values, family traditions, America. You know, keeping that line really strong. Yeah, you know? and you know, I, I like this. I like this family thing, and I like that we're extending it. How about this, Gary? Okay. The aunt, nephew, sneeze and bless you. It brings them closer, my friend. And then you got a card for it. Uh, it's not your birthday. It's not Christmas. Happy, bless you. Happy, happy, bless you, my little nephew. Yeah, I uh, choose you to be my nephew. Uh, you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your aunt. Happy, bless you. Allergy? Are you a fine nephew? Why not sneeze <laughs> with me, and then we'll say bless you on the eve of eve and day of days. We'll wipe our nose and pray our praise because we are family. And even God cannot tear that asunder. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's a really great card. Thank you. You're Thank you. Yeah, the, the uh, yeah, I, I like that idea. You know, getting the uh, the nephews involved. That's you know another important member of the family. Thinking, you know, we got the the aunt. Um, what if we, uh, you know, let's get the uncle involved? And okay. uh, something happens. You get you get older. You start getting kind of various growths and everything like that. You know, I don't know if you've ever been. Um, if your family ever did this or you've ever been over at a, a family where they, they kind of have these like personal grooming rituals, you know, like the first episode of Malcolm in the Middle, they shave the dad in the middle of the kitchen, you yeah, know? Yeah, sure. So, so you got this uncle, he's got some, some kind of skin problems. You get together, you get the uh, brother-uncle party carbuncle, which, which the, the brother and the uncle get together, they look at their carbuncles and uh, finally shave them on down to make a smooth surface. I think that's great. I think that's great. But mm-hmm. the thing about uncles is there's always a weird uncle. Every family's got the weird uncle, right? Yep. And nobody wants to hang out with this uncle. So I'm thinking this. If you don't want to be part of this brother-uncle party carbuncle, uh, as the brother, you sign up your sister for the uncle-sister build a transistor. So you, those two get together, get you know set up in a woodshed for a couple hours, a couple days, and they build themselves a transistor radio. Yeah, yeah, and then then come out and demo it for the whole board family. Mm-hmm. You know, they're sitting there creaming on some jam and bugles, and like just just you know eating popcorn, like enjoying the show. And you know, tune in, tune in. Uh, just the rabbit ears, Uncle. 
I love you and I feel closer to my family. I can't wait to kill that cow. Um, I like Brett's dolls. The, 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 you know, the whole, the, the whole family's involved. Um, and we gotta do something about our nation's weird uncles. So this is not only, I feel like we should get some kind of bounty for every one of these we inspire. Get those guys right. out of the, out of the radio shack and into the regular shack. I mean, selling the cards is going to be where the money's at for us. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we have to institutionalize these things and then monetize them. I think I think we're on the right track. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I think this this we've got a good one. Hit me with another one, Gary. Okay, let's say uh, whoop, sorry. the same way everybody's got a creepy uncle. Everybody's got this methed out scab covered cousin, right? Right. Like yeah. it's Thanksgiving. Everyone's coming, and they're just like, ah, Uncle Jerry's coming. He's going to bring Carl. Carl shows up, and he's all trying to touch your breast and just being generally being a, yeah, a real, like, twitchy, gross dude, right? Um, you got to get somebody, you know, and uh, let's say your parents recently got divorced, and, uh, you know, dad's trying to ingratiate himself into the family, the new dad, stepdad, and uh, they get together and do stepdad-cousin homemade tussin where they, they smurf the local pharmacies and make some homemade Robitussin in order to obliviate and forget about their problems. That's great. Nothing better than that. You drink a whole bunch of Tussin, you're high for like eight minutes, and then you're sick for the rest of the night. And nobody yep. else has to deal with you. Exactly. It's the same thing like that tryptophan does, you right. know, in Thanksgiving. Basically the same thing, yes. I think yeah. that's really great. You know, you mentioned stepdads, and I immediately think... A really good coming of age is when the son is old enough to stand up to his abusive stepdad. Like when he's mm-hmm. big enough to take on his old man, you know. Um, so I'm thinking about the stepdad's son, Punch and Run. Sure. Sure. Like this would be, you know, he's ready to take on his old man. <laughs> he goes out to him, socks him, runs away. They end up closer. It's a family bonding experience unlike any other. Because that's it. I mean, he did it. He did the hard part. He stood up to him. He punched him. And then he decided not to stick around for the consequences because he's smart. He's shown both his mm-hmm. bravery, his courage, his smarts, his valor, all that. Yep. And, the, you know, the dad then sends him a card that says, You punched my face, but I hope I punched your heart. I knew you'd grow up to be so smart. Now that you are a full-grown man, try to take me if you can. Exactly. Exactly. That's perfect. Yeah. Take on the old man. That's really. That's a real. That's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's say that you. Uh, let's say you're a troubled kid, and uh, your parents haven't been paying very much attention to you, and you've got a uh, a stepsister comes in. She's a little bit older. She smokes cigarettes, and uh, she wants to take you on a crime spree. But before <laughs> that, you have to do kind of a bonding uh, ritual. So you get the steps stepsister brother smash and smother. Where you, you go throughout the town, smashing windows, smothering people, and then uh, get closer in the process and exchange some nice greeting cards. Could you imagine uh, the sister and the brother, the stepsister and the brother, teaming up mm-hmm. to smother a father-sire forest fire? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, the, uh, uh, you can see the smothering doesn't have to be evil. That's well, one thing that we're going to learn. We can combine mentor. them all. You have the, the stepsister brother smash and smother the forest fire while the stepbrother, uh, or I'm sorry, while the brother punch and runs the stepdad. 
Yeah, that, that, that is perfect. All of these things can happen at one gloriously chaotic family get together, <laughs> which nothing is what it seems. And uh, everyone is closer and more tightly knit at the end. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Speaking of, I'm thinking yep. of this. There's going to be a lot of cleanup. We haven't really mentioned moms a lot, but I'm thinking about yep. stepsons. You have a stepson, mm-hmm. or you have a stepmom, and a stepson. Get her done. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about there. Uh huh. So it could either be labor, or it could be sex, or it could be both. Yep. You never know until you. That stepson just thinking, it's not illegal. It's just my stepmom. Right. It's not. It's just weird. Yeah, it might be weird. It might make things weird between me and my dad. But especially yeah. if you get one of these messed out little cousins, like they're going to be into it. Um, <laughs> you know, or it's just like they build a nice doghouse. Yeah. Something you know, yeah. get a, paint paint the inside of the garage or something. Yep. They you know they they uh, you know so you got this big family get together. You got stepmoms, fucking stepsons, and starting fires and, and smothering people. And then uh, just to get the whole, you know, the, the community, because it takes a village, right? You get mm-hmm. the, uh, the Uncle Neighbor Steak and Saber. You're going to have to explain that one. Yeah, well, it's, it's, you get your uncle, uh, you know, one of your, your big manly bearded uncles, and your, your milk toast neighbor, always giving him advice. They go out for steaks, and they sword fight. It's going to bring everybody closer. I know. Everybody gets to watch is closer. They're closer. Um, they could make the steaks. Uh, Gary, Gary, they could slaughter <laughs> the cow, make the steaks on the forest fire, and then sword fight. And then smother it in gravy. <laughs> smother it in gravy? <laughs> That's brilliant. And then you get the whole family together, and you have the... Uh, the parents' teens jam cream. Well, they all get together, jam some cream, you know, eat some bugs, uh, eat some prings, and and really just get get together. You know, I'm thinking of uh, God. This is it's it's so so synergistic. I want to draw draw a chart of it. You know, like I'm just imagining this uncle neighbor steak and saber, and the 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 uncle sends a card, and and it's when you blew when you drew first blood, I knew you'd be my first bud. Happy steak uh-huh. and saber. That's so good. That's so, good. Uh, so they form the the jam cream team, and they mm-hmm. enter the uh, you know Pringles International uh, Cream Jam uh, 2013 or whatever it is, and yeah. and then they go on to win, and they're just it's like family double dare up there. Yep, and the, and they're the international uh, you know the championship jam cream teens with uh, mm-hmm. the fathers and uncles. Aunts, stepmothers, and neighbors all being dutiful coaches. The way it was meant to be. Yeah, I think that we've crafted. So in the 50s, everyone thought, you know, a family is going to be this mother and father and, two, you know, 2.5 children. I think we've crafted a family unit that is so strong and so convoluted. Like if you, if you think about a, like a, a, a blanket, it's got a very tight weave, and that's yeah. why it's strong. You know, so by creating these bonds between disparate community and family members, we created the fam the, the strongest family bond I, I can imagine. Well, you know, and it's a rough economy, and mm-hmm. uh, more importantly, it's just tough to raise kids nowadays. You know, you got more mm-hmm. danger than you've ever had before. It takes more help. Uh, families aren't just about parents and kids anymore. It's about aunts and uncles and stepdads and step cousins and and neighbors. It's everybody. Yep. yep. Adopted kids. They're in there now. 
Yeah, they're yeah. they're almost like regulars now. Yeah, I know. How did that happen? Did we lose a war? No. <laughs> That's what these cards are for. Pitch Industries, House of Cards, Goblin Invitations. Welcome to the future. That's good. Gary, bravo, sir. Bravo. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I'm always thinking about ways we can shore up that House of Cards. Um, yeah, I'm glad you're on board. I think, I mean, I only wish that we had been around when I was a child, and I could have had this family unit that we're describing. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. No, not unfortunately that you wish so. Unfortunately that I would, you know, their future me was not around. Right. The, uh, but I wish. I wish I was. But, you know, I can at least I can do something for the next generation. So, you know, when your kids or, you know, my grandkids, your kids, maybe it'll be the same thing. When they grow up, um, they, they will, uh, they'll have a brave new world that we've created. So, I look forward to it. Yeah, I, I do too. I'm glad you're on board. I knew you would be. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Well, I've got to, I've got to get going. These, uh, real estate listings are not going to call themselves. Sure. No, I completely understand. I mean, if only someone could invent a product that did that, but until then. That sounds Sadly, impossible. I'm going to have to do it. I got some um jammer lammy to play, so I got to get get back to that. Great. Well, enjoy your cream jammer lammy. <laughs> I will. And you enjoy your cream jammer Gary. <laughs> Good night. Good night. It's like that uh, that game, Um Jammer Lammy. Cream Cream Jammer Gary. Yeah, Cream Jammer Gary is just like an Um Jammer Lammy. It's a rhythm-based eating game where I eat ice cream not because I'm hungry or want a treat, but because it's hot outside. I have to admit that I am really surprised. I remember that that was a game. Um Jammer Lammy. Yeah. I think about Um Jammer Lammy about once every two months. See, I never got into rhythm games because I have no rhythm. So, mm. so like you know, I played the first couple levels and um, Parappa the Rappa, and and I played a few other games. Uh, Guitaru Man was fun, but that was sure. That was it, you know, mm. like I didn't. I was never real into them. You were never a rhythm man. No, never, never, uh, no. I was, I definitely was human and not dancer. Yes. <laughs> the, uh, uh, so someday you will become, become both. <laughs> both rhythm and a dancer? Yeah, I was lucky in that one of my parents was rhythm and one of them was a dancer, so. <laughs> <laughs> I can guess which one. Yeah, I can, I can guess which one too. Um, since they, I never talked to either of them. Yeah. Oh, so how are things? 
Man, it was a real shit day today, my friend. Real shit day. Shit days are really going round. Yeah, going round? Yeah, going round. Everybody's taking a big heaping shit Sunday. Everyone's yeah. jamming that cream. <laughs> but not the good kind. <laughs> no, the other shit cream, not the ice shit cream. cream. Yeah. Everyone's jamming some shit cream. <laughs> you know what? You're mixing your metaphors, and now what used to be good is now bad. And I don't... <laughs> I just uh, I don't think I can follow. The modifier shit makes it bad. Yeah. yeah no, no, I ice makes it good. Because <laughs> ice is cool and cool is good. Yeah. Like yeah, ice, ice baby was really good, good baby. Good, <laughs> good. He used to sing it to his child before bed. The um. <laughs> the, uh, cream good, good baby. <laughs> uh, cream is neither good nor evil. And can only be modified by our actions around it. <laughs> sure. It so whether be it be ice, shit or ice. Or it can be shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all. The only things. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, there was something I wanted to tell you. Spies okay, like us. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Hold on one second. Yeah. Uh, Keep on hopping till you get to the top. The top of those five. Go, go. Oh, no. Oh, here we go. Oh, that's not... That's not correct. Did I just find a a tab from the Spies Like Us soundtrack that wasn't the song Spies Like Us? Yeah. Apparently so. There's a song called Happy Endings Only Happen in Movies. Is there a band called Spies Like Us? Is that what's going on? I don't. I have no idea. Um, I didn't want to make fun of it on the internet because I'm or on Facebook because I try not to get into Facebook fights. Um, sure. But Kelly Johnson posted something from a band. Let me look it up. And I like Kelly Johnson. And I like most of yeah, the nice facts. But okay, so so this band called Brainiac Vincent, or maybe just Brainiac. I'm not sure. But Brainiac is album, a band. His album, the album is called Hissing Prings in Static Couture, and it made me really <laughs> want to vomit. I was like, well, that's the dumbest name I've ever heard. It's pretty bad. Um, yeah, it's actually Brainiac. Yeah, um, yeah which is not a, uh, I think that's one of the guys who's in Enon, was in Brainiac. I think, yeah. Um, yeah, but that that is a pretty rough. Uh, that's a really rough album title. Yeah, it's it's just so pretentious. Yeah, that's really bad. Static I don't know what any of those things mean. I don't know Kissing what a, a pring. Yeah, what what's a pring? Is that like a the male version of the Pringle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, you got yeah. your prings, you got your Pringles. Yeah, when they get together, you make bugles. So. Yeah, bugles. <laughs> and then you put them on your fingers. Yeah. It's just like finger fucking Miss Pac-Man. Hey, Pringles, I'm wearing your kids. I'm wearing your kids here. My temples. Your kids while I jam this cream. I'm jamming this cream while wearing your kids like thimbles. You oh. like that, Pringy? 
<laughs> you know, the thing is, is I'm going to want to put this at the end of the episode, and it's going to have to be like eight minutes. <laughs> well, I guess he's only been talking for six, but it's going to be there six minutes. <laughs> like that? So that people understand the cream jamming joke and then how we get there. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise no context. 